Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Clone Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Kaber, and I'm here to be your guide in this journey of learning to work with virtual assistants to scale your business. In this episode, we're going to talk about some of the tactics you're going to need to take to scale your team with VAs. But before we do, I want to talk with you about why this is so important to me. And personally, I deal with depression. I don't talk about it ever, in fact, in uh, the Clone Yourself podcast, but I talk about my other podcast, Soul Seeker. And that podcast is all about spirituality, mindfulness, and what I'm calling soul life balance. But what I've realized in recent years is I was listening to a podcast recently, and it might have even been Rogan. I don't remember which podcast, but I realized what I had in 2019 was a midlife crisis, but I had it at 30 years old. So I'm very thankful for that now being 31. But no, seriously, uh, shit really hit the fan earlier this year. And what I realized was I've been chasing success. I've been chasing my goals and I haven't been really happy with where I am in life. I was in an off and on relationship with who I thought the girl of my dreams and, you know, the person I would marry, all that type of stuff. But again, it was off and on. It was toxic and all that type of stuff. But that was part of it. Another part of it was I keep crossing off all these goals. Like I wrote my first book uh, by my 30th birthday, which was a big deal in 2018. Then I proceeded to write two more books. I created all these podcasts, five of my own, five at this point earlier in the year when I was dealing with major depression, um, three podcasts, and I've launched over nine just helping people on What Up Silicon Valley, a media network I have. So I have all these different brands and businesses and YouTube shows and all this type of stuff. And I realized, especially when it all culminated by the Silicon Valley Business Journal naming me to their 40 under 40 list, I realized, why am I unhappy? I thought to myself, isn't this what you're supposed to do? Shouldn't I be happy? I'm checking off all these goals. You know, I have a beautiful family. I have a beautiful girl when she's with me. I have a great dog and I love my parents. My brother and, and my brother's uh, found the woman of his dreams. He's getting uh, married soon, all this type of stuff, uh, you know, and I lived in a great place and, you know, my business is thriving and I'm checking off all these goals. I just got named to the 40 under 40 list, all this stuff, right? Like, why am I unhappy? And I realized... It's because I'm not spending time on my soul. I'm just focusing so much on work. And I've been so programmed and conditioned and brainwashed by a society of work-life balance, of this fear of you know having a nest egg if shit ever does hit financially. And I now realize that I need to be focusing on soul life balance because work is just a component of life. And for the past three years in my swag business, which by the way, if you don't know, the full-time job I have is selling promotional products, aka swag. So I have been working less than four hours a day in my swag business for about the past three years since I've scaled it with VAs. Literally, I've probably been working about maybe two to three full hours. Um, All I need to do is pre-sales. I've set up 
my business so that my VA team takes care of everything behind the scenes after I close deals. I'm talking about all the customer service stuff, all the factory stuff, all you know, the invoicing and everything. So here I have all this free time on my hands and I realized now's the time that I need to start playing because I've been grinding away so hard since I left college at Chico State. Go, go Chico. But um, I've been grinding away so hard in Silicon Valley that I have been neglecting all this stuff I love, all the passions I have and everything. And that's when I made the conscious decision to move out of Silicon Valley to 60 seconds away from the ocean in Santa Cruz in the neighborhood of Pleasure Point. And I am loving life. I am so grateful to be in this neighborhood, to be able to call the ocean my backyard and surf and paddleboard and just be on the ocean sand and have the ocean vibes, the smell and all of that. And the reason why I tell you all this is because I want to share share this with you. I've only been able to have this lifestyle because I've cracked the code on how best to work with virtual assistants. And now I've scaled my business so that I can literally work less and I'm making more because I'm focusing on my strengths, which now means that I'm working less so I can play more and feed my soul. So I want to share this with you guys. I, I truly, I truly, really, really do. And <sighs> just take a deep breath. Sometimes you just need to breathe. Okay, getting back to why we're here. This specific episode is about scaling. And a lot of times when I talk about scaling your business with VAs, I talk about visualization because I just told you the story because I want you to be able to visualize what your life will be like when you scale your business with VAs. Is it to spend more time on yourself? Is it to spend more time with your spouse? Maybe you have kids. Is it more uh, to spend more time with them? Is it to travel? Maybe you're still growing your business and you want to put the pedal to the metal and you want more sales. Well, if you have more time on not doing the time sucking tasks, then you will have more sales because you can focus on the revenue driving tasks. Whatever the reason is, know your why and start to visualize what life will be like when you scale your business with VAs. Now, this is also a sequential podcast, meaning that these podcasts were strategically mapped out in an order for you to have this journey. If you haven't listened to the other podcasts, please, please, please go back to the pilot and listen to these in order because it will make so much more sense And because I'm walking you through all the steps you need to take to hire your first VA, to give them the next project. In the most previous podcasts, we talked about actually how you could launch a podcast with virtual assistants. And that's what got us here today because if you are ready to launch a podcast or do some big project or whatever it may be with your VAs, it's time to scale. So speaking of scaling, now that you have hired your first VA, you've given them a second project, maybe you've hired a second VA, what have you learned so far? I want you to find some time and write down the three to five biggest lessons you've learned from hiring your first VA 
and working on at least two different types of projects. What were your wins? Write down three to five wins. What did you do right? Um, What are you proud of? What worked so seamlessly that if you continue to do that and you double down on that is going to make such a great impact? What were your mistakes? Write them, write them down, three to five. Um, what did you do where you're like, shit, that didn't work? Or, you know, just uh, what what didn't work? Write it down because you want to make sure you don't do that again. And then finally, write down the three to five things you would do differently. Now, all of these questions, or not questions, but these um, ideas for you to write down are in the show notes. You can find the show notes for this podcast at cloneyourselfu.com slash podcast. That's just the letter U. So it's clone yourself, the letter U.com slash podcast. And you'll find all of these show or all these uh, type of things to think about next. <sighs> what project will you be tackling next? This is a big one because if you're going to want to scale, then you obviously need to be looking at these as projects. Tasks would be things within your project, right? But say you're going to get VAs on a specific piece of content, whether it's your YouTuber and you want your VAs to support you with video editing um, and uploading and maybe writing uh, the notes and sharing to social media or a similar type thing for podcasters, or maybe you've been wanting to write your first book hey, I've written three books and I wouldn't have been able to do that without VAs. You can do any of these huge projects with VAs. If you just want to bring a VA on to free up more time to do the tedious and time-sucking tasks, like maybe it's customer service type stuff that's integral to your business where you're getting caught up in answering customer emails and that type of stuff, whatever it is, decide what your next project is going to be and decide strategically. You know, don't do something that's going to be so hard and so stressful that you're going to get overwhelmed. Do something that, let's go back to my theory of tiny tasks that lead to big projects. And you know what I'm talking about. If you listen to previous podcasts, we're going to give a bite-sized chunk of a project to a VA as we onboard them. Well, same thing with your projects. Don't take on the biggest ones at first. You're still learning how to work with VAs. So, you know, maybe have a road map with the projects that you do want to work with VAs on, but then strategically place which ones you're going to go after first. Another thing you're going to want to think about is, will your VAs be managing other VAs? And as you scale, maybe it's um, a web developer. Maybe you're starting to create a lot of lead magnets, new pages, and just different stuff with your website. I find that when I get going on new content, I start needing to do a lot of stuff stuff on the website. Well, I typically work with one web developer and then I will ask her to train someone new. And that's why we need standard operating procedures and cheat sheets like we've been talking about. If you have those, then she can, she or he would have made those and can train your new VA. It's a beautiful thing when you witness your VAs managing each other. It's, it's really a beautiful thing. And that's why I say, look at VAs like employees. 
So continue this process each time you start a new project or you hire a new VA. Go back to your why, visualize, and decide what you're going to do strategically. If you want to learn the exact step-by-step process you need to take to scale your business with virtual assistants, then you're ready for my online course, my friend. Go to cloneyourselfthelettereu.com slash course. I am going to teach you everything you need to know, some of what you've already learned in this podcast, but everything you need to learn that done and I do currently to have success in scaling with my VAs. I'm talking workbook style. I'm talking worksheets, uh, resources, everything you need. So if you're ready for the course, go to cloneyourselfthelettereu.com slash course. You got this. Just breathe. You've made it so far. You know, I feel like a lot of times we don't give ourselves enough credit and we're perfectionists. We're our own worst critic. And we sit here and we think that we're not good enough and we have imposter syndrome, all this type of stuff. I'm here to tell you it's okay. You got this. <laughs> I deal with it too. You know, um, like I said, it, it, we all have our different things and whatever it is, know that you're on the right path. When you start working with VAs, you're going to be amazed at what it does for your business. It's it's such an amazing thing. So I would love to be your guide. If you want to learn more about the course, cloneyourselfu.com slash course. But if not, I have way more podcasts coming and so much more good content and tips to share with you about working with VAs. So make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much, my friends. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate you choosing to spend your time with me here because I know how much content there is and it's impossible to consume it all. So thank you so much for putting your faith in me and I will catch you on the next episode of Clone Yourself. Clone Yourself.